Christianese Hot Topic. That's right. It's a hot topic, Jared Burkholder. Dan, I don't know if you know this, but it's what I like to call a hot topic. Oh, man. That was a great pause. It was such a beautifully well done pause. It was a pregnant pause. Really? Is there an OBGYN in the studio (laughs) by any chance? (laughs) A pause? Yeah. OBGYN? Are you smoking again? Because I hear a little bit of a raspiness in there. Um, I'm not willing at this time to disclose what I put into my lungs. Okay. Um, All I'm saying is just stay away from Marlboro's. No. And Virginia Slims, I'm, I'm because you're too masculine Slim for that. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, filtered, of course. That's good. Uh, welcome back to Hot Topic. Of course, this is Christianese, the show where we expose hypocrisy, search, search for, for meaning, meaning, Dan, and talk about life. And talk about life. And that's probably what we're going to do today. Yeah. It's not so much the search for meaning, but more... <clears throat> Uh, life talking talks. about life by the way Brian is not here again not sorry here. we apologize we I want to acknowledge something that uh, many of you won't know because uh, this is radio <clears throat> but there's another individual in the room <laughs> who's one of my good friends a guy I work with at Grace Baptist um, who's been unwilling to take up the mic but yeah what, what is it. that because so, I mean he's up front all the time all the time teaching uh, he, he's a leader yeah he is uh, a leader he's an influencer he, uh, he um, is not a YouTube influencer but he's, he's a, fearful of of podcasting and so yeah. one of our hopes is that just through this yeah uh, really through osmosis right and just right, right, uh, right. proximity right. to podcasting really being podcast adjacent he'll join us <laughs> okay gabe would you that's that's unacceptable see he will burp but yeah, he won't but he actually won't talk. talk yeah that's horrific anyway gabe garcia well, you know, is with that's, us that's not unlike what happens at the office on really to week basis um, really it's yeah okay it's, well, what, whatever, you know, if, uh, I get it. But if at some point, Gabe, you decide you do want to talk, right? Right. Gabe, that's enough. Okay, look, just talk. Yeah. You don't have to, whatever. Okay, that's fine. Flashlights is fine. That's fine. Yeah. Anyway, so he's kind of the program supervisor today in case he's he the, the official program observer, I yeah. think, today. So if something... But he's also here from the FCC in terms of censorship. Mm-hmm. Um, the Federal Christ- so Christian we'll Commission? The, yeah, the Federal... Yeah, because sometimes, as has been noted for us, we our show tends to be ninety um, percent sarcasm and ten percent truth. Yes, right. Whereas you might expect that it was truth with sarcasm and wit sprinkled in, sprinkled in like a donut. In fact, yeah, it's mostly snark. Yeah, exactly. Uh, hopefully, with some truthful, helpful elements there. Ah, you got to speak up. Can't hear you, Gabe. Yeah. No, he's not. <laughs> He's Still not talking. Not. All right, but it's so we got a topic. But before yeah. we before we rush this, mm-hmm. how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Danny's still home from school. Um, Daisy, I think we covered last time. She broke her hand, so yeah. she's fully casted now, which right. is good. You should have seen the other person, though. Am I right? <laughs> hey, <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, we're no, we're doing good. Here how are you? Needs, we don't endorse battery in any form. No, we no. don't. Hashtag just stop it. Yes. Right? Right. Okay. That's good. So you got the family here. Yeah. Uh, how are you? You know, I've had uh, the cold that keeps on giving. We extolled the virtues of nasal irrigation last time. Mm-hmm. And I, I stand behind mm-hmm. uh, and alongside what I said. Mm. Um, but still, it's this is the gift that keeps on Do giving. Do you stand behind it and alongside it? At the same time. It's kind of redundant. Well, it's a large... Nasal irrigation is a large thing. Yeah, it is. It is. Really get your arms around it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, so everything is good here. You know, this week, sometimes with the hot topics, we like to engage culture a little bit. Although, we, I think we try to always engage culture a little bit. I like to think so, Dan. Yeah. I like to think not just that we're culture engagers, Mm -hmm. but really we're culture shapers. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. That was nice. That that one felt good. Yeah, it felt good. good. I, I heard something coming up from the base of your lungs yeah it was blood uh this 
<laughs> it was blood. Don't no 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 need to be concerned for Jared. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I we had talked a little bit before, and I just I saw something, and I'm sure people have seen it. If you haven't seen it, um, I would recommend this, but I would also recommend that you you not have your children in the room, and that but it's I think it's something in, really interesting to look at. I was watching uh, Leaving Neverland, the mm-hmm. new documentary about Michael Jackson. Yeah, on HBO. Oh my goodness, it is so. So disturbing. I haven't seen that yet. Give us the okay. Well, G-rated version. I have not seen the second half yet, but um, there was, you know, uh, of course, Michael Jackson was. It was suggested for many years, and he went to trial uh, right. to the effect that he had molested children. Was he acquitted? Uh, he was acquitted, and okay. and these children uh, at that time, I believe, and again, I haven't seen the second half, but I, I think there was probably payoffs involved and things like that. And again, he's not here to defend himself, so I, I'm just talking as a viewer of seeing this. Yeah. But um, you think he would come on the podcast to defend himself if he were alive? If he were alive, I could probably get him. Okay, I'm not going to lie to you because we, I think we have 14 followers on Podbean right now. So yeah, I do. mean. And $14 in our bank account. Right. So as a wise man once said, I think we've deepened our message to broaden our influence. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Look and at you. I think our influence is That's pretty good broad. leadership principle, Dan. Thank you. Okay, Thank you going. very much. Yeah. I'm, I steal from the best. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, anyway, it was just, it's so disturbing because I, I was telling you and Gabe earlier, even though, you know, Gabe is silent right now, mm-hmm. you know, much like the E in his name. That's true. You know what I mean? That's a good point. Uh, but it, but it's, it was so disturbing to, to watch the parents recount these stories. And again, I, I was less angry with Michael uh, because that, that is what it is. And I, I think everybody's kind of gone through their outrage over that and everything. But as I listened to the parents recount these stories, and again, when I say parents, I mean the moms because I'm not sure where the dads were yet. Mm. Um even though they were, there's pictures of them in the picture, but they didn't never seem to step up. But these moms were romanticizing these. Oh, they picked us up in an airplane and then picked us up in a limousine and we went to France. And yeah, he was sleeping in the bed with Michael. But and it just it. And wow. they were still glowing as they talked about this stuff, knowing how it ended. And yeah. I was I was shocked that they weren't describing the stories uh, in a different fashion. You know, I think that's interesting because obviously with the R. Kelly thing that just dropped and uh, and there's a pastor of a, ch- a megachurch in Chicago that was recently let go for some comments he made and just ways that he abused his power. It's just Is interesting that John to, McDonald? Is that who that Jan was? Jan McDonald. Y- yeah. Or John. Jan. Okay. Jan. Jan. Okay. Is it Jan? Okay. Mark McDonald. Oh, Mark. Sorry. What yeah. is his name? I don't, don't even need to anyway. say his name. Yeah. Um, it's interesting to see the intoxicating effect of mm-hmm. power, mm-hmm. both on those who wield it and those who are around it, yeah. right? So in the case of this this megachurch pastor, for years it had allegations that he would abuse people, not not physically, not sexually, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but verbally, and, mm-hmm. and just kind of created a, a pretty toxic work culture, really stepped well outside the bounds of any accountability, yeah. and just kind of created an environment where he could do whatever he wanted. So it's interesting to think about somebody like that, um, where something is, is, there's a recognized problem and yet no one really does anything about it because yeah. this person's successful and has influence and attracts Correct. a following. Um, and to think about that happening both in and out of the church. Now, yes. um, we see some really horrible things with R. Kelly and with what Michael Jackson did. We also know that um, a paper in Texas just published you know, this list of people in the Southern Baptist Convention who are pastors who mm-hmm. had abused people sexually mm-hmm. for many years, and some were still employed at churches or had found jobs even oh. after the abuse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, you know, I think you, you see the, the corrosive effects of, mm-hmm. of power and influence when people who are given a unique platform 
that should be used for good, mm-hmm. uh, instead use that for for selfish means. And, and again, that's a spectrum, right? It's a spectrum mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. you create a, a harmful work environment, or you verbally abuse people, or you you wield your authority in ungodly ways, all the way up to you know what R. Kelly and, and Michael Jackson and even some of these Southern Baptist pastors did. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's not to say that everyone. Uh, who has power abuses it, or no. everybody abuses it equally. No, but I really think there's a caution there that and, when when yeah. you have influence, to really kind of wake up every morning and and recognize that that influence has not been given to you to use for your own benefit. Yes, um, especially from a Christian standpoint, right? right? I mean, obviously, if you're outside of Christ, then you really probably couldn't conceive of a better way to use your influence than to enrich yourself and maybe help others along the way. Right, right. But right. from a Christian standpoint, from a ministry standpoint, uh, any power and influence that's given to us is not given us. A, because we deserve it, mm-hmm. uh, or really even that we've earned it. I mean, some people have put in time with degrees and have experience in yeah. ministry, but it's not its not necessarily... We talked about this a couple of weeks ago with Brian, that there yeah. are people laboring in obscurity <clears throat> who are more qualified, in some ways more talented than sure. the big names, yeah. and yet for whatever reason, God has chosen to leave them in obscurity and elevate others. Mm-hmm. But I think whatever our level of influence... I mean, even as fathers and, and husbands or wives. Mm-hmm. Or employers, uh, employers in a yeah. big or a small situation. Right. I mean, all of us have some level of influence. I mean, even teenagers have yeah, have yeah, influence, yeah. right, with yeah, their yeah. peer group. I think to understand that as a Christian, that's been given to us, entrusted to us for a particular purpose. Mm-hmm. And we're just so bad at wrangling that towards our own end. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to see that there's always going to be a corrosive effect to that, right. whether it's on a large scale or a small scale. Unless I wake up every morning terrified of the influence that God has given me and just right. begging God to, to help me use that well, I'm probably going to squander that. And I think as Christians, to your point, it's really important for us to recognize that this is not just a problem that happens somewhere else because it's the church, so it can't possibly happen in the church. But right. to your point, uh, things happen all the time, so what's the, what's the answer to that? And you, We were talking a couple weeks ago, and you were, you were, and I think we've mentioned this before, but it, it it is stuck with me that it's not you don't hear some explosive sermon that I mean, I'm sure there's some sermons that really grab you and things but it's it's more the long game so it's right. hearing truth over time being in the word over time being uh, engaged with other believers uh, all the time uh, it, we have to be constantly vigilant um, to to all of those things because before you know it it can sneak up on you even in the church right. And as a Christian, if we're not constantly immersed in the things that, you know, again, not living like a monk, of course, but 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 if you're not engaged in the Word all the time, right? Uh, if, if I'm not, I'm, yeah. uh, you know, that's when I get myself into trouble. Right, and I think that can happen with Christian leaders where they have influence and people right. benefit from their ministry, and so I yeah. think they start to, to read their own press a little bit and start to think that they're on a different level than other people. And I think with the conversations we've had with Brian, where he's eager... Um, to to point out hypocrisy within the sure, church, and there's sure, plenty sure. of good examples of that. I think it's yes. really important for us who are in the church to do the same, right? Because yeah, I think right, we right. you know we can see um, the way the Roman Catholic Church has suppressed yeah. evidence of abuse system yeah. systematically for years, for years. right? Yeah, Even yeah, yeah. moving people yeah. away from those that they've abused and hiding them in other churches. Sure. Um, I think we need to be quick to say. Uh, that has nothing to do with the gospel. That is not right. who we are. The person right. acts in opposition to their faith. Right. Um, and, and we need to call, not just hypocrisy, but we need to call sin and wickedness out for what it is, rather right. than trying to manage consequences. And I think sometimes yeah. that's what happens um, in a Christian context. We see someone who we recognize 
is abusive or toxic right. and right. rather than address the problem head on yeah. in a loving, kind, gracious way and, yeah, yeah. and hold up the biblical standard of what it means to, to be a Christian and to be a leader, right, right. I think we want to try to wrap people around them that can mitigate or diminish the consequences of that. Yeah, And I, yeah, I think yeah. that's what 2 Corinthians 7 talks about. That's the difference between godly grief and worldly grief over sin. Um, Paul, yeah. ta- Paul writes there that um, there is such a thing as, as worldly grief, but that produces death. That leads to death, right? And mm-hmm. worldly grief, I think, uh, simplistically, is me caring more about the consequences of my action than the fact that I've offended a holy God. Right, Godly right, right. grief leads to repentance, which produces joy and this this clearing, Paul talks about, this earnestness right, right, right. to um, really be vindicated that my confession of faith is real. And right. uh, I just think there's there's a warning there for all of us, regardless of the scope of our influence, that I wouldn't settle for for worldly grief over sin. I wouldn't care more about the consequences. I care right. about the fact that I sinned against a holy God and you've heard, you know, this is another Christianese phrase, you got to keep short accounts with God. I've never really <laughs> known what that means because I don't do accounting. But I think what people mean yeah, is yeah, yeah. Um, that at the end of every day, I would seek to express both in word and action godly grief over my mm-hmm. sin that would produce repentance, which is turning away from sinful action, yeah. rather than persisting in sinful behaviors yeah. um, and, and kind of even rationalizing those. But it's very easy for us sometimes, too, to have our pet sin and, 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 and continue that and, and revel in that and say, well, we're okay. It's just, it's, this is our little secret sin or whatever. I think we need to, like you said, we need to be engaged in battling that and not just to be a better person because, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's more than that. You don't need Jesus to try to be a better person. Right, right, right. right. It's, it's that, it's the grieving of, of, of the Holy Spirit, you know, and, and until you're kind of, until you feel that, until that's a real thing for you, then I think you're not probably dealing with sin in the right way because you're just like, oh, I, I hate that I keep doing that, but you know, well, yeah. I'm still better in these other ways than somebody else. So totally, yeah. You know, and, and I think that goes back to what we talked about on the last episode that we really need to have a culture in church where we're willing to speak openly and honestly about sin, right? Yeah. So what right. enables a, a church leader to go, or just anybody in church to go? two years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years in a particular sin is that we have a culture where that leader or that person couldn't say, you know what? I'm a jerk. I I got an issue. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right, I want to confess this is what I've done. Right, right. Um, Help me, help me not just be a better person, help me be a more godly person. person Well, I think modeling that too from the top, I mean, that, I think that also will register then with with those of us who are laymen who are going to church kind of feel like, oh, wow, if that person can, can say that, um, then I certainly can because I think we're always looking around like, is anybody else raising their hand? Is anybody else in here? No, just me? Okay. Yeah. I mean, what do you think about that, Gabe? Yeah, I mean, a good point. Again, that's excellent. You know I wish I mean? you guys had heard that because yeah. uh, yeah. he said some really deep, wonderful stuff. No, it's it going to be re- the subject of his next book. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to um, be good. Yeah, I think for all of us to keep calling each other in love on a daily basis to the biblical standard of conformity to Christ, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So when we look at stuff in our culture, like these these big, um, just devastating elements of abuse, whether in or out of the church, um, I mean, there, there's so much going on here, and uh, Obviously, we can't say everything that needs to be said about that in a no. hot topic segment. No. But you know, I, I think there's a sense in which the victims need to be loved and affirmed. They need to have a, a community of, of support around them. Yeah. They need to, to over time, in the right way with the right people, relearn who yeah. the father is. Right. Right. Because sometimes, right. Uh, many times, abuse distorts the goodness of the father, especially yeah. when it's perpetuated by those who are spiritual authority in their life. Yeah. Um, but I think we also need to have the kind of environment where we're all calling each other to conformity to Christ so that you can't go 
yeah. a year or two years or 10 years or 15 years yeah. enslaved in some kind of sin right. um, that, that ends up destroying you and destroying other people. And I think also to just follow that up, because sometimes, you know, we that is one of our mandates here is we expose hypocrisy, and, and we're not doing it just to bag on the church, because I know sometimes we've gotten feedback that, hey, why do you say, or why do you let Brian say so many negative things about the church? Well, part of that is because we, we're letting him talk as a long conversation. We want to hear his viewpoint. But also, if we deny some of those things, then 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 it's not going to be effective in terms of saying, okay, yes, that's true, but it's not, that's man twisting the gospel message. That's not the fault of the gospel to Christ. You right, know? and if, listen, we don't expect unbelievers to act differently than unbelievers, right? They're right. not necessarily right. purporting to have some kind right. of universal moral standard. No. If we're going no. to go out on record yeah. holding up the Bible and saying, this is what God says is true and right. right, and this is how we need to live, then we should expect the world to hold us to that, Right. Yeah. We shouldn't be upset when unbelievers point out hypocrisy. Right. Either we stop holding out the standard of God's word, or we need to be willing to let our lives match what we're saying. And right? I think what we can do is, and we can also admit, yes, that's true, but let's look at the way that was done well here, like we've talked to Brian before, right. and he'll say, well, so, you know, I think that's when you can point out somebody like William Wilberforce and say, okay, well, what was the model for the abolition of slavery, and why did yeah. he do that? Well, it was... It was we're creating the image of God. Mike so, Pence is the only Christian in America. Right, exactly. He's one of them. <laughs> Mike Pence. He always goes. He always goes to Mike Pence. I, what do you got up against time, Mike Pence? It's the first come time on. I've ever gone to Mike Pence. I just read a bunch of articles about him recently. Really? Yeah. Okay. Quickly. No, thumbnail. About this. Oh, come on. I don't want to get any emails about this. <laughs> I just want to talk about fluff. Okay, I got. We're it. talking about abuse in the church. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. No, but I think so. I think following that up, it's also good sometimes then for us to say, but here are the things that you know in Christ you can't. How it, it, it will. It, it's a positive thing, and it's it's something that it not only will, again, all these things that we talk about all the time when we talk to Brian, like he's looking for a man fix. Right. Yeah. Ultimately, man is not going to fix any of this stuff. No, it can't. You know? And, and and it may not fix, God, in Christ, it may not be fixed here in this plane, but eternally, right. it's going to be, it's going to be solved. And I think something that, that should give all of us pause. And I, I'll admit that I, I don't freely understand this. I'd love for Gabe to weigh in on this. Um, but is the extent to which even believers will stand um, and have their works judged before the Father, right? So there's no punishment that yes. comes for believers. Uh, Christ has, has taken all of that. But I think there is going to be a realization of ways that we squandered our life or squandered the influence that God has given us. Yes. And then certainly for... For those who would either purport to be Christians or wouldn't even claim that, to understand that um, when your lifestyle stands in diametric opposition to what the gospel stands for, um, then regardless of what you would say, your life speaks louder than your words. Mm -hmm. And for all who would abuse uh, those who have been entrusted to them or or would seek to harm others, there is a day coming where the Father's going to right all wrongs. And that's Amen. why, again, this is a bigger topic than we yeah. talk about now, but that's why we want a God that cares about sin, right? Right. So that those who would abuse the innocent yes. and the defenseless will one day be brought to justice. Right. And our, I mean, I think you see like even with the Michael Jackson thing, right? right? right, that, right. With the R. Kelly thing, that the, the legal system to this point has failed Has failed. Victims, and, and the Father yeah. will not fail. And right? I think that, okay, I wish, uh, I'll be glad when Brian gets back and we can get, we can Spock, talk to him again because we never followed up on justice. And I think that's right. a big thing. Oh, and yeah. I get that. Oh, yeah. Everybody desires justice. You can see that all. Wait, hold on. So where, where, where did Gabe go? I don't see him. Hold on. Uh, I think uh, we just answered the question. The walls are thin here in the studio. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway. It's weird that we put the toilet right in the studio, you know? Yeah, he had a lot of coffee, yeah. but 
Anyway, well, uh, good points all the way around. And, you know, before we end this, I think we have something really important we want to talk to everybody about. Uh, even more important than what we talked about. No, not more important. What you just said was was the ultimate. But this is something as imp- uh, not as important, but very important. I keep <laughs> going keep around the cycles. I, it's actually not that important at I all. I think it's because... I'm not even going to mention I did it, too actually. many mushrooms right before we started broadcasting. Well, I yeah. didn't really. Right. They were just... They were porcini mushrooms. They were regular. Are know. we are we getting so gun-shy with the feedback that we give that anytime we make a joke, we're like, no, I didn't really do that. Because <laughs> if so, I need to say, I don't really smoke for Virginia <laughs> Slims unfiltered, right? So here's the thing. Um, we have an email now. We have a way that we people do have can an contact email. us. And it's, it's clever, too. Yeah, it's so super clever. You guys, we seriously, we want to hear from you. Anybody, if you have ideas for shows, if you have feedback, good or bad, honestly, it's fine. We want to start interacting more because it'll help us grow this show. It'll help us have more ideas. If you have an idea for a guest, if you are somebody who'd like to be on the show. Um, if you'd like to donate lots of money yeah. to renovate the studio so we can have a bathroom that's not in the studio. Right, and something for Jared so he could read other news sources besides like Vox and a lot of the things that he read. You know, something you know, a little more centrist maybe, you yeah, know, sure. without a Marxist And if tilt, we could just help know. pride Dan out of Fox News, that'd be great too. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're bringing people together here for the gospel, everybody. Um, so, hey, Dan, why don't we step out into the driveway and we'll settle this like men. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Um, okay, so blessingfilledhosts at gmail.com. Do you see, you see what we did there? Look blessing at filled hosts. Blessing filled hosts at gmail. At g- just like our opening, right? Just, I want to make sure everybody doesn't miss that. Oh my that god! That is just like our opening, and it also ties into Christianese, right? Blessings. Right. That's your tagline. Dan, there's so many layers there. It's almost overwhelming. It is. So the anyway, level of intentionality. please reach out to us at blessingfilledhosts at gmail.com. Give us your feedback. And as always, wherever you get... Hey, we're on Spotify now, by the way. That's right. I checked. The link is up. So we're on Spotify. You can find us there. You can find us at Podbean. You can find us at Apple. Can you find us on Google Play? Is that is that a thing? I don't know. i got to look into that. I'm not much with the technology. I'm 52. So besides the brittle bones and everything, yeah. yeah, it's you know it's it's downhill from here. But yeah, so uh, we're going to do your colonoscopy live on air soon, right? Uh, Gabe is going to do that actually because okay. he <laughs> recently went to the Bryman School and he now uh, he got a certification for that. <laughs> yeah, school. so it uh, it should be good. Uh, cool. Fact, well, um, any final thoughts, Gabe? That's great. Yeah, appreciate, fantastic. Appreciate you being in the studio with us. Yeah, uh, guys. So anyway, uh, please uh, reach out to us. Blessingfilledhost at gmail.com. It's great to see you. And next time we'll see you on another Hot Topic. Hot Topic. Hot Topic. Hot Topic.